I worked for a guy one time whose mantra was that anybody who buys a boat of any size harbors somewhere deep down the fantasy or the aspiration to cruise around the world. Welcome to Trawler Talk, the official podcast of Passage Maker Magazine, the long-range cruising authority. I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Jeff Moser. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. First, let's hear from our sponsor, Imtra. If you're interested in the latest bow and stern thruster technology, look no further than Sleipner's latest innovation, E-Series thrusters, now available from Imtra. Sleipner, formerly known as Sidepower, developed its E-Series with the first electric motor designed and manufactured specifically for marine thruster use. Combining that motor with their proven gear leg design and Q-prop skew propeller delivers performance and runtimes never seen before in a DC thruster. Learn more at Imtra.com. Now, here's our podcast. What is a passage maker? I don't know if my guests and I, longtime marine journalist and current yachts editor-in-chief Kenny Wooten, came to any conclusions, but we do have a spirited debate on how there's some leeway in what defines today's passage makers. I think we'd all agree on what defines a trawler, from its hull shape, full displacement of course, to its workboat-inspired profile and all things in between, from comfortable accommodations to a robust list of redundant systems at the ready, so that your voyage can remain on track. It was this idea that Robert Beebe defined in Voyaging Under Power, which created the blueprint for these world-class vessels and provided our magazine with its namesake. But the genre has been expanding for some time to include hull shapes that run efficiently at displacement seeds and get some giddy-up. Many people see this as the best of both worlds, as they're still enjoying all the things a trawler offers, self-sufficiency, economy, with modern conveniences and comfort, with those attributes of a vessel that accommodates the cruising lifestyle. And today, we seem to have less time and more obligations than ever. So how do these so-called fast trawlers fit the bill as a true passage maker? I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We had a real fun time doing it. So I'm here with Kenny Wooten, longtime editor in the boating genre and now current editor-in-chief of another active interest media title, Yachts International. And we're talking about passage makers trawlers and really what defines the genre hey kenny how you doing today jeff how's it going it's going well it's going well so our our namesake passage maker comes from the robert bb boat which is if you were to look at it today it really wouldn't fit the definition of a trawler would it not really um what our definition of the trawler, my definition of the trawler may differ from your definition of the trawler, but in general, mm-hmm. we think of trawlers as sort of a single engine, party, yar, uh, go anywhere, do anything boats. That uh, for for people who, generally speaking, are are happy cruising at sailboat speed. Sure. I'm I'm right there with you. When I think of a trawler, I sort of look at a boat that has the essence of a work boat when you look at its profile. Reverse rake windshield, maybe, in the pilot house. Maybe a Portuguese bridge. And then we get into its sea keeping, um, full displacement, a keel to protect running gear. Hull may have ballast, may not have ballast. And, you know, the goal is to make an ocean crossing, I suppose, right? I think that's in the back of the minds of 
anybody who buys a boat. I worked for a guy one time whose mantra was that anybody who buys a boat of any size harbors somewhere deep down the fantasy or the aspiration to cruise around the world, sailboat, powerboat, anything. And, you know, I think that's, I think that's valid. I think all of us sort of, you know, with the exception of some band of people who are happy forever cruising up and down the coast or up and down a river, uh, you know, have a fantasy of, you know, heading out to the horizon and, and, uh, you know, pointing east, pointing west and, and, uh, just going for it. Yeah. And most of the boats that these people have are probably not capable of doing what they really want to do. So they, you know, end up coastal cruising and, but there's, you know, many brands out there and we cover them all that are ocean crossers. They have the right fuel capacity. They have the accommodations. They have the ground tackle that you need in some of these harbors that are just remote, that don't have anything but, you know, there's maybe moorings, but probably not. No marinas, certainly. They carry a tender if you want to explore or, God, for running errands, I suppose, getting the shore and getting some sundries. So there's a bunch of these boats out there, but we're starting to, the lines are starting to be blurred, don't you think, between a trawler and what we maybe call a passage maker? Uh, maybe so. I mean, I, I, I see the, the business that creates boats sort of for this purpose evolving. Um, you know, we see, and, and then we present in passage maker, uh, small catamarans, which have many advantages. A lot of the same sort of fundamentals as far as sea keeping and, and, uh, fuel capacity and ease of, of maintenance, uh, rugged enough, but they may get you into port quicker ahead of a storm than your eight knot, like classic trawler. Yeah. I don't know. Semi-displacement boat is, is a good thing in a lot of ways. And, and you have to right size what you buy for your needs and your capabilities. But, uh, you know, there's some great bigger boats. And there's some awesome, very small boats that would uh, that would keep a lot of us happy for uh, for a long time. So many boats, not enough time, Kenny. But um, I like what you said. Semi displacement hulls. I mean, they're they're not going anywhere. That you know, for lack of a better term, the fast trawler market is it taken over? No, but is it bigger than it's ever been and growing? Yes. So. There's something to be said about that, right? I mean, I've been on several of them and done trips, you know, 50 miles up to 400 nautical miles. And it's pretty nice to be out there cruising at displacement speeds. And then whether you get a message or the weather starts to deteriorate and you could throttle up to 20 knots if you want to and, you know, make that crossing over the over the bar before they close the uh, the inlet or, you know, Get in, get somewhere safe before, you know, the conditions worsen. I don't know. We've seen a lot of great boats come on the market in that, in that category that appear to a lot of our readers as, as very appealing, you know, alternatives, sort of the mm, traditional trawler slash passage maker uh, uh, style. 
and uh, I don't know. Yeah. If I were to buy one tomorrow, I think I'd want that, you know, 15 knot capability if I, if I could get it. I think the people designing and building those things now are uh, improvement in hull shape, more efficient hulls. Um, engines are, are more efficient, just like cars. It's hard to buy a V8 anymore when you get the same torque and horsepower out of a, uh, out of a V6 or a smaller engine. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, without, without burning a ton of fuel. Yeah. I mean, you make some good points. The engines are more reliable than ever. A lot of these fast trawlers, um, are, you know, equipped with tw- twin engines. So you got a built in redundancy there and, you know, stabilization has taken over in the last decade. I mean, we've had fins for a long time, but just gyros are available in just about every boat, make it a little bit more comfortable. That's huge. Yeah, and these boats can cruise economically at at eight knots, nine knots. I mean, a lot of these boats, when you look at the numbers, they're gonna be thousand to fifteen hundred nautical mile range at you know under eight knots. And if you want it, I mean, that's not ocean crossing because it just simply doesn't have the fuel capacity. But really, Kenny, how many of us are willing and able and even salty enough to make an ocean crossing? Honestly, when when it gets down to you know brass tacks. I don't know, Jeff. You know, well, the old the old assumptions are that a lot of the, the the people who are buying these kinds of boats started sailing. They either got tired of all the labor involved in sailing or raising crew, uh, or they retired and they want to spend some time living aboard with a uh, you know with their partner. It's a cultural thing on some level, but it's also you know, the technology that's on board. I mean, think about the evolution in, in uh, electronics just in the past 20 years. You know, it, you, your, your options for, for all, all, all manner of electronics, radar, autopilot, uh, integration of all those systems into, you know, into one screen. I mean, it's just made it a lot easier mm-hmm. to do whatever you want, whether it's, you know, cross an ocean or do the loop or, you know, cruise up and drop the hook, uh, you know, on your local uh, island. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Imtra. Imtra is a 100% employee-owned company committed to bringing best-in-class products, expert product knowledge, and unparalleled support to the entire marine industry throughout North America since 1952. Now let's get back to our program. Yeah, I mean, you, you brought up a lot of interesting things there, Kenny. I mean, Let's take one of those things. Let's look at Starlink, for example, just as a, you could work full time, work from anywhere. And, you know, you could be streaming with a Starlink subscription, answering emails, having meetings, and you're on your boat. And that's where these, you know, some of these larger boats come in, whether it's a full displacement, semi-displacement boat. People have more obligations, it seems, this time. And uh, at these times, more obligations sort of less leisure time, which is, it's awful, but it, it is what it is at this point. And people are working and they have jobs they want to keep, a lifestyle they want to keep, and you can do that on a boat. And like you said, integrated systems, reliability, it makes it easier than it did even five years ago. Absolutely. And it, it's always evolving. I had a text a couple Saturday mornings ago from a guy I hadn't seen for a while 
who mm-hmm. thought of me. He was 500 miles west of of Fastnet Rock on a 66 foot sailboat, hooked up with Starlink. He had a, a there was a lawyer on board who was having meetings every morning, video conference every morning on their Starlink system mm-hmm. with his office back wherever. And uh, he's sending me videos, uh, FaceTiming. I mean, this went on for for uh, three or four days until they uh, until they rolled into port in uh, in, in England, and uh, that sort of blew me away. That's the first time I've been on the uh, uh, the receiving end of Starlink, which you know I think is probably going to change the game in ways that. Uh, that uh, you know that I didn't anticipate. I mean, I've been on big boats that have had satcom that somebody else was paying for it, and you could get similar features and performance, but uh, super mm-hmm. expensive. And uh, I mean, it's getting cheaper, and there's more there's more satellites going up. It seems like on a weekly basis, there's strings of satellites going up for Starlink, and uh, it's changing the game. So it, better coverage and the the price will come down. It's just the way it works. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad now um, in terms of cost and, and, you know, the cost of boats themselves hasn't come down, but um, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff that's on them, you know, with, with, with the uh, pace at which the technology is evolving, it's just going to go that way. You know, TV, I paid, Two thousand dollars for well, ten years ago yeah. is is at cost available at Costco for you know four fifty. It, it's so bizarre you say that because I mean I mean first of all it's remarkable that your friend called you from six hundred miles offshore you had a normal conversation. Um, I heard the same thing from a boat that was making a North Atlantic crossing. They were like in the Faroe Islands and even in the Orkney Islands, and they were streaming movies on board with Starlink. So it's an incredible system that, you know, is really helping this sort of lifestyle come along. But again, it's, the definition is blurring because a passage maker is what you make it to be. And maybe it just, it's just a, a vessel that's not a sailboat, right? It's a vessel with a powered vessel that, let you live the cruising lifestyle. Let's call it that. Absolutely. Right? Whether it's, you know, yeah. for afternoons, weeks, months, or years. Um, you know, we, mm-hmm. I've, I've run into people. I live in the, the middle of the country and have mm-hmm. run into people who are you know, midway through the loop who are doing it on 20 foot boats and they're, thrilled you know they've been out for for some months and uh you know one could argue the accommodations on a 20-foot boat might you know feel like solitary confinement at sing sing but they're perfectly (laughs) happy you know they get the grill bolted on and uh Mm -hmm. and uh you know the the conditions with the exception of the 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 big lake crossings and the inshore crossings uh in the south you know most of the time they've spent on relatively calm waters and, and rivers and and uh, uh 
you know, canals and lakes. But um, mm-hmm. that's another thing about these boats. And, and, you know, what I sort of think is cool. I mean, if, if, if I were mm-hmm. going to buy a boat, you know, I would today at my stage in life, retire, yeah. God forbid, and, uh, and, and go cruising, you know, even if I thought the chances of me crossing an ocean or cruising around the world were pretty slim, I'd still yeah. want, you know, a, an, an able boat. I'd still buy a boat that could do that if I found the time, the resources, the will. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way we buy a lot of things, right? I mean, we buy good tools with lifetime warranties yeah. and, uh, um, you know, m- m- one of my <laughs> twisted, uh, cliches goes, you get what you don't pay for. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm all in for spending a few more bucks on good stuff. That's well-made that may mm-hmm. be designed and built to exceed my daily reality. But is there? Yeah. It's there if I need it and want it. Okay, that reminds me of some of the people where I live. I live in a city, big city, and um, there's someone on my block with a Toyota Land Cruiser with a snorkel and probably 35 inch tires. It's got a it's got a winch. It's got uh, everything on it. It's got solar on the roof. It's never been off road. I can tell you that's the truth because I talked to the owner. It's just the look. But if he were to go, it would work. It would do what he wanted to do. It would get them where they wanted to go. It's a robust vehicle, but there it is. It's sitting there. It, it's, you know, it's a rugged overlander, but people love that. You know, people love the look. So you get some of these boats that may, they, they walk to walk and they talk to talk, but hey, if the owner's thrilled with doing weekend trips from, you know, through Long Island Sound, the Block Island to Martha's Vineyard, maybe the Maine. Good for them, right? Absolutely. I live I live where people buy pickup trucks by the oh, thousands. Please. Yeah. And there's never anything in the bed but groceries no. as long as they own groceries. It. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to get I mean, if you want to go get 12 miles to the gallon when you go to the Harris Teeter or wherever you go to get your groceries, fine, but that's funny i was thinking the same thing i was thinking the same thing so yeah i hear what you're saying so let's just say a trawler is a trawler is always going to be a trawler it's going to be that boat that we talked about earlier with that can make an ocean crossing it is it's a looks like a work boat kind of got to you can you can launch a tender it has accommodations what am i forgetting full displacement full keel but not necessarily the troll remember. Okay. Yeah. But not necessarily because we want to, but then I got a passage maker. So we're going to, we're going to skirt the line and we're going to call a passage maker, a powered, a powered vessel that accommodates your cruising lifestyle, whatever that may be. Can we agree on that? I think we're agreed. Okay. Okay. So, and I, and you, as you said, if I were to buy a boat today, let's talk about retirement. You're going to want the boat that has that capability. Maybe, maybe it doesn't have a water maker. You know, yeah. maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't have a. It has a you know, jacuzzi. 
Yeah. <laughs> you got redundancy. You okay, you got you got redundancy built in. Maybe you've got a fuel polishing system or something like that. But are you ever where are you gonna take on fuel if ever that you're gonna need that polishing system? I'm just being playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, but it's there. And and you know it's there. I can mm-hmm. find ten ways to justify buying stuff with features I don't need and never will use. Yeah. Just for the, I don't know, whatever. It gives me comfort to know it's there if I need it. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a, a, a frugal way to uh, go through life, but that's been my pattern my whole life. And I tell yeah. it's good. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know if we made any headway. Maybe we did um, because there's a trawler and there's a passage maker and somewhere in between there's these semi-displacement boats that could kind of do both. Do one thing better than the other. I think we're, we've got a definition sort of, but I'm still, you know, I don't think we actually know if uh, everyone agrees with us. What do you think? What do you think people are going to think when they hear this? I'll bet you there's a contingent who who has in their heads a picture of a passage maker or a trawler. Mm-hmm. They're never going to change that that vision in their heads. And there are others who, you know, eight knots is just too slow for them, but they want to do the same thing. I think it's. <laughs> yeah. I bet you it's all over the uh, all over the map. I'd love to hear what what uh, what our readers and listeners, you know, think about that. How yeah. they define it. I bet. Please. I bet we yes. get a bunch of the same kinds of uh, variations on the on the theme. Let us know, readers and listeners. Um, you can get us at uh, editorial at passagemaker.com, I believe. Uh, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, or get us on our website. Um, so here we go. Um, you know, we all don't need a steel custom-built boat that can cross an ocean, but maybe we'll buy one and just know that we have it and it could do it if we wanted to do it. And maybe someday we will. Kenny, thanks for your time today. I don't think we have much to add except that our definition is not going to be everyone's definition. Thanks, Jeff. It was fun. Once again, let's hear from our sponsor, Imtra. Whether you're considering installing thrusters on your boat and have pre-sale questions, or you already have them and need post-sale troubleshooting and service, Imtra offers unparalleled support with a full-time team of product experts that are here to help. With hundreds of different thruster styles and sizes from Sleipner to offer, Imtra is the best source for your bow and stern thruster needs. Visit Imtra.com or give them a call to get answers to all your thruster questions. Thank you for listening to Trawler Talk, the podcast of Passage Maker Magazine, a long-range cruising authority. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and go ahead and click that five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. And if you're not a subscriber to Passage Maker, it's easier than ever to get our magazine delivered to wherever you lay your head. Just go to passagemaker.com slash subscribe. This episode of Trawler Talk features post-production from Nate Gruca at Active Interest Media. For Passage Maker Magazine, this is Editor-in-Chief Jeff Moser. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, fair winds and safe travels.